with a very special episode of Permanent Record presented by Simple Math Matrix. And we are here with Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers Big by Steppers. Kendrick Lamar. It's your boy, Mr. A.K.A. Super Raw 357, mm. best known as Prince Godbody. And I'm joined by the guy, King Hoopla. And this week, we are covering... Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers, which Big is the Steppers. new uh, Kendrick album. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with the first disc, because if you don't know, this is a double disc album. Mm-hmm. And uh, this consists of 18 songs split into two sections. The first section supposedly being Mr. Morrell and the second section being Big uh, Steppers. the Big Steppers. So Nate, you want to start off with the first track, with is which is titled "Godly I Can't Speak." Can I talk? Which is titled "United, United in Grief. Grief." Yep. You want to give us uh, the producers and such on that uh, track? Oh, we first? got produced by Oak Lamar, which is Kendrick. Kendrick, uh, Soundwave, JLBS, Duval, Timothy, Beach Noise, and Tim Maxey. Uh, so what you got about that? The intro was a it was a Kendrick intro. Oh, I think the intro was a very, um, in the words of my uncle, a theatrical intro. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? It sounds like the opening to a, to a, to a play. Like, you know what I'm saying? You sitting with the, with the, uh, the violins very strong coming in, like mm-hmm. the, doom, doom, you know what I'm saying? And then he just goes into it. And then he just like takes you into this album. Like he I takes you into his mind. It's like it's, it's like, like a an band. intro song. So it's yeah. It's a very much it's the first song. Yeah. Especially with the al- the way the album plays out. I could definitely see that. That's actually a pretty good mm-hmm. uh way to look at it because this album is one that he put it into albums so there is an interlude. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like if you you're supposed to take I guess kind of a, a break from it mm-hmm. in a way. The second track on the album, which is in ninety five which is, I think, is a subvert look at COVID itself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he filmed that video actually like two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, but it's still a subvert look at COVID itself because it's kind of like the, what he opens with the, uh, they still lied bar. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that, but at the same time, Kendrick flips that back. With the Kyrie line later in the album. Yeah. So that's still a juxtaposition. This is one of those mm. things that kind of really implements the fact that the first part of this album was for the public. Yeah. yeah. Like with him making that statement and then flipping it back in the album, it goes to show that this first part of that album, it, this first part of this album rather, is definitely for the public and what they thought he was going to give us. Yeah. We thought when we got like looking, looking, Jesus, Mister, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, fucking English is all. I'm about to say, looking at the track list, you would think in '95 would be an anti-COVID political mm-hmm. super, but it's not. It's not. It's one of the more like stadium songs, amp songs on the album, mm-hmm. and you know why? It's because that first part of the album. Like I was saying, is everything Kendrick 
knew we wanted. Yeah. Like, this would y'all been listening, and this is going to be an ongoing thing yeah. between the first part of the album, mm -hmm. but this is what I knew y'all wanted. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to y'all. Mm -hmm. This is what y'all been listening to. So I'm going to give it to y'all. This is what y'all been interested in the news. So I'm going to give it to y'all. So mm -hmm. he goes within that, names it after the mask, and, and makes oh, a vague COVID yeah. statement. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then makes that. a vague COVID statement, mm -hmm. and then goes on. What is it? like that song? Is a, a tour stadium song? It is. That's though. not a, a a radio song. That's an opening song on the tour. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's he, his, that's his uh that's his um single first single. Ex. This single. He's calculated. Mm -hmm. Like the the cohesiveness between him naming that song. The aura of the song, mm -hmm. and then him actually releasing it with the pre-made video as the first single, just goes to show that from the beginning of this album, he's calculated this shit. Yeah, exactly. It's been five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's listened to all of yeah. us, but he's ready. Like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, of course. And this was one of the first tracks that I listened to that made me think. Is this not the Big Stepper CD? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the second on the album, but I was like, how is this not the Big Stepper CD? Mm. Like, because I said it on the podcast. I was like, the Big Steppers is going to be the rah-rah shit. Yeah. And the Mr. Morale shit is going to be the the slam poetry shit. Mm. Mm. So, ooh, damn. You see, boom, before we even get to the third track. What 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 if it this is the morality though? You know what I'm saying? And what he's supposed to be doing as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Appeasing. Appeasing to the crowd. But his big stepper mentality is I'm doing me. And I'm rapping by myself. And I'm rapping. Come on now. Come on now. Alright, Come on now. This all is right, this is Nate. all just conjecture at the at the, at the minimalist, all but it's still Nate. some. Yeah. It's still a, it's still a, I do love yeah. that theory because I could see that. Because honestly, the way the way you just described it is a way more complex than the way I thought it would be. Yeah. Because I would think that Kendrick, especially with it being the double one and it trying to be his, like we explained his cement. Yeah. This would be the most self-explanatory one. Exactly. But you just proved it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, third track on it. Oh, uh, we got we got we got um. Worldwide, Worldwide Steppers. Which is introed by the one, the one and only Kodak, Kodak Black. Um, so this is where the first controversy of this album pops up. Or oh, I say the most intriguing part of this album. One of the most intriguing parts of this album. The inclusion of Kodak Black. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just in general. Even uh, with, even without the controversy, it'll be crazy. Worldwide Steppers is definitely one of my favorite songs. Uh, mainly because of production. Yeah. Uh, secondary, Kendrick just he ravishes that beat. Yeah, ridiculous. But this is also the first inclusion of Kodak Black, and I was also really confused at why he would include Kodak. Like, I I don't understand why somebody why somebody as big as Kendrick would include somebody as controversial as Kodak. As a main part of his album, as we'll see going forward, do you have any explanation for that? I mean, shit. He said he's more Kodak Black. You just fuck with him, yeah. Yeah, he said he said he's more Kodak Black. Less for the culture, more Kodak Black. 
Yeah, it's very He said an album. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess he said it before. Yeah, he literally said an album. But this is also the, the first thing he said. What did he say? This is the song where we see Kendrick open up as his portrayed sex addiction that he's portraying on this album, you'll see long-term, mm-hmm. that it almost ruins his relationship, his long-term relationship. You see it go against, directly against the ideals he portrays in his music, mm-hmm. meaning black power. Exactly, yeah. First time yeah. I fucked a white bitch, I was, at, I was 16. That's your favorite bar. State, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Second time I fucked a white bitch, I was out in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 next time do? I fucked a white bitch, I was out in Copenhagen. What else you gonna do? But, uh, of course, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The thing is, though, about those bars is Kendrick is exposing all of his... Flaws. Not all, not all of his demons. A flaw. Not even a flaw. Yes, yes, yes. Flaw. A flaw to the audience that loves him most. Mm-hmm. I would have never... As a Kendrick stand, and this is, sounds like some dick riding ass shit, but it's not as a female. If somebody has great art, you're not dick riding. Yeah. You're appreciating the art. But I would have never expected the person I heralded as the next Langston Hughes to fuck a white bitch. But I'm also fucking so dumb to think that yeah. when Malcolm X and Martin, Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? I don't. That's my okay. stupidity. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That is just stupidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree I'm, happy, yeah. I'm agree with you on that one. Because. Why not? Time, I fucked a white bitch. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm gonna say that's probably I mean, really why. Because you, you know were 16 the first time you fucked a white bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel the guilt behind those bars. You feel? Yeah. Me? That's why when I heard that song, I said, Kendrick has lived a life of every black man. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm I mean, saying. Shit. You know what I'm uh, the next one is Die Hard. Die, Die Hard. Hard is the radio single oh, yeah. with Blast and Amanda. Rafer, Rafer, Rafer. Jesus. Oh, I'm looking at the second one. Second. Uh, with Blast and Amanda Rafer. Yeah, Rafer. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, that's the. Re- I didn't. I didn't know if it was pronounced like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I came up with. Bet that yeah. works. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the single. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. pop single. Yeah, I feel like that was a song that SZA probably could have been on, but ah, uh, yeah, that's something. I don't know why. You no, know, he has no, he has no TD, no TD. But uh, I don't really have much to say about that song. I don't believe it's bad. Blood. I definitely don't think it's bad. Blood. Oh, it's yeah. a great song. Yeah. No, I'm talking about bad blood between TD and Kendrick. Uh, I think he's just breaking away. Yeah. I think they pay for that. I want you sample mm-hmm. with the hard part five, and yeah. he was good with that. Yeah, facts. Yep. Because they didn't do no part. You know what I'm saying? He was good with that. Yeah. Um. But with this song, it's the pop single. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't really have a deep dive. I wish I did, but I don't. It's the pop single. It's a great song. Very up. It's, it's a very good yeah. Song. Very upbeat, up tempo. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like uh. But it's, like, it's, it's like, not. It's a basis. What pop pun to take the pain away? The pain away. Mm. Like it's about taking the pain, but it's you know what I'm saying. I fuck with it. It's sad, but in the introspective, reflective, I'm getting better way. Yeah. It's in. The, it's how. In that case, you could just say it's just a reflection on how the youth just party and use drugs all the time and take the pain away. Oh yeah, essentially. And I that's mean, that's essentially what this album is just a reflection of the first half of it. Yeah, I believe what so. we were like we said. Yes. what we wanted to not we but reflection of what's going on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? In his own light, without just uh, he's being a real uh, uh, writer and not just giving it to you simple. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he's not giving you simple math. He's giving you out complex. 
and one Alex of the Brown. best songs on the album. Yeah. Uh, one of the most touching songs on the album. One of the first songs where he actually starts to get a little, personal, a little deep, personal. personal and deep. You know what I'm saying? He start. I wouldn't say he started just. Yeah, this is when he just started spinning some bars. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is when he started spinning some bars in yeah. Father, Father Time. And Father Time sees Kendrick looking at how his father Oh, and featuring uh, Sampha. Yo, Sampha. Sampha. Sampha did an amazing vocal performance. I don't want to... Yeah, yeah. Amazing vocal crazy. performance. Anytime you get... Anytime Sampha's on your record... It's going to be great. It's going to be ridiculous. But in the general spectrum of the song, Kendrick is looking at the way his... He was raised by his father and his father's fatherhood like relates to his fatherhood mm-hmm. and he's just trying to do like this you we have this term on social media where we're trying to break the generational curse yeah and for a black dad that's one of the biggest ones mm-hmm. especially now this is one of the we're the first second possibly we're one of the very first generations of black men that really want to father our children, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, and not want and to, not, and not, not and want not, to are able to, and not, and not, and it's a bad thing to say to are able to are able to father our children the way they need to be fathered. Yeah, and I'm gonna say not in the context of just taking care yeah. of the needs. You know what I'm saying of any, but basic, actually basic, raise yeah. our children yeah. out here, and and that's what it's looking at. It's like. My father didn't necessarily not. I'm talking Kendrick's yeah. perspective, but he's saying my father didn't have the resources, tools, whatever you want to call them, to to raise me. He just raised me as a man yeah. as he knew it. But now I'm going to raise my son to be a man as I know it, but to be wise beyond mm-hmm. his years. It's it that that is a so we both here. People have lost our father. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That he speaks is, on that too in the yeah, song. Yeah, it's 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 something powerful. It's really in powerful. The last verse, he says, "Everybody that grew up without a father, I feel so bad for y'all, but we gotta make this happen mm-hmm. for the next generation. Exactly, because that's what we all want to hear. But he actually believes this, mm-hmm. and that's he, what I feel about because what he say. Um, because when he's talking about the dudes that ain't got no father, he was talking about like you realize being gangsters. You know what I'm saying? What you see as being gangsters is a man. Yeah. So you got to try to teach you. You know what I'm saying? But then as you learn, as you come up, you realize that's not just... Being a gangster isn't being a man. You exactly. know what I'm saying? In some cases. Um, in some people's definitions. Uh, so actually being a man takes the growth and shit like that. And then he was like, so when you have your son, take those lessons that you yeah, learned sir. to become yeah, a man sir. and put those on your son even though you didn't have a father. So you, yeah. could, so you could be that. You could start that line right there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think the whole song is powerful. That's why I realized. That's why I think that that was the first song he got really um deep on, on that side of the album. Yeah. And then um. Next we have the rich interlude with Kodak. Yeah. Which is Kodak Black? Which oh, is oh that spoken word by Kodak. Yeah. How did you? I know you love Kodak. I fuck with it. I fuck I, with I, it. Yeah. And the thing is, I will say, oh God, my old hats, my old gimmicks falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I do enjoy Kodak's music. Yeah. The controversy around him. I'm one of those people I'll separate the art from the music. Yeah, we know. The controversy around him I will not support, but I will support Yeah, because you can rap. The art. You can rap. Yeah, yeah you can, I will support the art. Yeah. Um, so I did not have a problem with it. And I like the, the I like the really keys and everything. Kilter, yeah. Yeah. Uh is there anything special you really wanted to say about that? Um, no, I just I just feel like Kodak did his thing on that Jane. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like that was I feel like that was like you know how Drake gave Kendrick's like you know what I'm saying? 
Back on take day, care. Yeah. On take care. I feel like that was, and I just feel like that was Kendrick just reinforcing that like, if Kodak can get his shit together, he's that nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it, the accusations that that's yeah, yeah. levied against him. Yeah. But I'm so not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not here to play that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich, the actual song. Do you have Rich Spirit? Damn, it's, I actually that was one I did not like that much. You didn't like it that much? Uh, it was all right. It was a mid level song. I'll listen to it. Yeah. I'll probably skip. It. I'll skip it every time. Mm. Now that I can't, I can't think about going right now. But I'm not trying to respect it. But yeah, I listen to it later and be like, oh yeah, this shit is tough. Yeah. And be like, wish I would have said that. But that's how it's gonna go. I mean that. Yeah, we're doing this a week out from the album coming out, so you can't really, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we don't have it all. This is a Kendrick album, so it'll hit later. So I, it's two. That was out of album, eighteen songs. So yeah, it's a this lot is really digest. just like a first, yeah, yeah. like you know, what I'm yeah, saying, just a little step mm. review type shit. No matter how much you listen to it, yeah. And then on the next song, which is arguably one of the best songs in my opinion on this album. Really? Yeah. I mean, from an artistry standpoint. In what way? Go ahead and explain. Uh, just the construction of it. Uh, the production, of course. We've got Alchemist on the beat. Yeah, Alchemist on the beat. And Taylor Page Taylor playing Page. the uh, part of the woman. Yeah. Taylor Page is an actress. Okay. If you're unfamiliar, she's actually, uh, I think, dating maybe the girlfriend or wife or some such of Jesse Williams. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think he's from Grey's Anatomy. The yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. From Detroit, become human. But go ahead. Mm, yeah, that Why too. I love that song. That too. But yeah, uh... Oh yeah, we cry together. That song, that's the name of it. Um, because it's just like a, it's a very uh, it's a very uh, um, reflection of what the dialogue you see going on today a lot on social media, the back and forth between male and females. You know what I'm saying that we see all the time. Um, relationships. If you know people that are relationships that are in how you would say toxic relationships, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, you see this. You even probably. Could have grown up with some of this shit, like you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. In the, home. in the home, so it's like a very like everybody can can relate to this song, like you know what I'm saying. I don't know. See, Aaron, our uh, damn Jesus, he, he did not like this song. I know he didn't like the song. He said it should have went to Griselda, and see, I will agree with. I can't him. knock him on that. This either. was, I do like the song. I love the song. I love the concept of the song, but. This was one song I felt like really reinforced the idea of this is what y'all want. Mm-hmm. He saw we've been listening to Griselda, Uncle Al beats for the last five years. Yeah. So he hopped on one, gave us his but perspective. But Alchemist on was one. on Damn too, though. Where? Where? I don't know. I don't know what beat it was, but he said so when he when he uh, made a tweet about this album. Oh. But it didn't sound like this. Yeah, it, did. it didn't sound like the sound that Griselda's been doing yeah, the last yeah, yeah. four or five years. Yeah, and see, okay, Uncle Al, Uncle Al, Benny got everybody calling motherfuckers Uncle Al. That that's where he's gonna go down in history. But Alchemist wasn't giving Kendrick Griselda beats. That's a Griselda beat, dog. Come on, stop. No, I know it is. I'm just saying. I mean, not you, but I'm, I'm saying, saying like in general. That's a Griselda beat. So I said that when I first heard it. Yeah, Kendrick heard that cut. Aaron said Conway, best person on the I beat. told you and that. What right. I say? I told you that. They're right. Y'all are right. You. you know what I'm saying? told you Conway and Westside. a great perspective, like you said, it, it really is that social media back and forth between the mm-hmm. faux feminists and the faux women haters and mm-hmm. all that bullshit. And then how they how he circles all around with the tap dancing at the end. He says, stop tap dancing around the conversation. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? What the conversation is, I have yet to come to that conclusion. Exactly. But when we find out how, how black men hate black women. And vice That's the conversation. It is. I think so. 
Yeah. That's what I gather from it. I don't think so. Because black women that we smoking bought. Kendrick's boots. Taylor That's Perry right, was smoking. Because boots. black men hate black women. They both hated each other. Yeah, they do. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. That was my view. I feel you. I got to figure it out for myself still. Yeah. Come to that conclusion. When I come to that conclusion, you're going to really, I mean, you're going to be like, I told you. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Purple Hearts. Purple Hearts. Oh, yeah. That's I love that song. I fuck with that Jane too. It was a great way to end off the first part of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild that it wasn't SZA instead of Summer, Summer, Walker. Summer, Walker. Summer Walker. But but that's not the, that's not the surprise. I didn't give a I fuck with, and the thing about it, I fuck with Summer Walker's verse. Um, can shut your mouth when you hear love talking. Um, yeah. That's a great hook, too. Um, and then, but he had Ghostface on his chain, which is probably supreme as fuck. Yeah, supreme and surprising. But so? but I feel like because I, I don't know, I didn't expect out of any like I don't know. I feel like he would have pulled like a, a West Coast legend out for his album. Gotta get Ghost on it one time. But you know what I'm saying? That just shows. That just shows the influence. That's a ghost. The homage. That's a ghost song. It is. It is a ghost song too. But ghost that is write love letters, bro. Bro, I was talking. We were talking about it the other day. Yeah, yeah we were talking about it. I said Ghost got some of the... You told me it was a perfect Ghost song. I told you, I told you. Why are you going against it? I'm not going against I'm just, I don't know, I'm surprised. I don't know. You hit me. Because I told you, I said Ghost got like, I said Ghost can talk to the... The women. The women the best. Like, you know what I'm saying? He one of the best rappers that can talk to women because he... He, uh... I shit. Hate to mention another artist while we're doing a Kendrick review. Got back like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back, like, got, Come on, you know man. what I'm saying? The so, wildflower, Jane. I told you about. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm yeah. yeah, you hit me, y'all. You hit me. You know I'm one of the biggest Wu Tang fans under yeah. 30, under 40, under 10. Under, you, you're one of the motherfucking biggest Wu Tang fans. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the one that we both really liked. Yeah. Uh, I love it when you count me out. Mm. I feel like count me out. The way he started that with the. It's the first song off the Big Steppers portion, but I still feel like it's flipped. I feel like the second portion is actually Mr. Morale, and the second I'm por- or the mine, first portion I just came with that is spot. Big Steppers. No, I've I've been thought that just because of the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. But starting the second half of the album, I love it when you count me out. I feel like that's not necessarily anybody else. I feel like when we that's said the so. first part of the album was him talking to us. The second part of the album is him talking to him. Mm-hmm. He's, I feel like at a point, Kendrick was like, these motherfuckers are moving at a rapid rate and I cannot keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, I can't do this. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to do me. So all the, I'm going to go back to the OG shit because all of everything from the second part of the album in my opinion, starting from Count Me Out. Mm-hmm. Count Me Out sets the mood. But it, it sets the mood for Section 80, mm. Good Kid, Mad City, mm. to Pimp a Butterfly, Stop. Mm. I don't no, hear no damn, I, there is I no damn. I don't hear to Pimp a Butterfly, man. I don't. I can't get to Pimp a Butterfly vibes because to Pimp a Butterfly was too political for me. He doesn't really get too He doesn't really get political. And it's just Monty is a man now. I mean, yeah, but that was still very personal, too. That's swimming pools and you mixed together. I'm not saying. I hate to do. I hate to do Kendrick comparisons, but we're, we're going to get to that song eventually. So let's not have that conversation now. But count me out. You're saying swimming pools? Then you call oh, that, no, 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 no,
call that uh the one we're talking about with the sex edition. Uh world worldwide sevens. Because it's not it's not introspectively sorrow. Mm. Sorrowful. Mm-hmm. It's introspectively yeah, selling. He's selling like he's like. Yeah. He, he says, "Yeah, I'm fucking them white bitches. That was payback for my ancestors." Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel bad about it. No, no, got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I feel like "Count Me Out" is where he says, "I thought I gave up, y'all. I gave up, mm-hmm. and I gave up on myself." But hold up, I can't count myself out because in the next one is "Crown." Mm-hmm. I felt "Crown" too. "Crown" yeah. is a tough song. That's a great follow-up song too. Because he says. He says basically in Crown, I'm trying to do all I can, but I can't please everybody. Nah, can't please everybody. Nah, can't please you know anybody. what I'm saying? I think he also. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me being high because you, know, you know when you're high, you feel like you hear a different shit. Yeah. But I feel like he also said anybody in the middle of when he was overlapping. With oh no, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, he he did. did. I wasn't the only one. Yeah. yeah. So he said anybody too. Everybody, anybody. I ain't, I can't please everybody. And I can't please anybody. Yeah, exactly. You know I can't even please myself. Exactly. Like it, it's it's that. Constant battle, like the second half of the album is the constant battle between himself. Still, mm-hmm. he has like he might have beat the sex addiction in the first part, but he still just hates himself. Exactly, he's still got other demons. You know what I'm saying? He's still. And we demons. all do. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like I, I tweeted when this came out that Kendrick lives the life of every black man, and it's wild because Silent Hill, mm-hmm. Silent Hill is a song. And this is this is the actual Kodak Black feature too. And this is something I might I might be stretching on this one, but this almost seemed like some shit that Kendrick went through the eyes of Triple X on. That's Triple X. Like, talk to me. With this one, with this album, we see that Kendrick has been watching everything. Mm-hmm. Triple X was on the up and coming. Mm-hmm. Around the time Triple X was on the up and coming, Kendrick did a song with Rich the Kid. Yeah, New Freedom. So yeah. he knew. We know he knew. Yeah, we know he knew. But I think Pick he just all happened in walking the studio or some shit like that. When Pick I my daughter, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like all the all the the way he the way he uh, harmonizes and melodicizes all of this song. It's maybe not a shout out to Triple X, but you can tell that. He has looked at what the younger kids are doing, mm-hmm. and he did his own thing with it, because with Silent Hill, you see where Kendrick Kendrick made a skeleton of a song, mm-hmm. and he wanted somebody who was going to fucking kill it. Yeah. And see, at this part of the album, we really get to see Kendrick's mind mm-hmm. because he starts to let go of. Him doing the rapping and doing the the executive producing. This is almost a Baby Kim EP. Oh, yeah. like the second part yeah. is like a child coaching Kendrick through real, like not a child, like yeah. not shitting on Baby Kim, but you know what I'm saying. That aspect, like he has a new look on his perspective. So he brings Kodak in. Mm-hmm. Kodak murders that solid okay. verse. Exactly, he does. Murders that solid verse. Yeah, one of the best verses of the year, one of Kodak's best verses of all time, and from then I was like, we're really gonna get some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that point in the album, I knew we were gonna get crazy shit because there's no way that Kendrick gets uh, Kendrick gives Kodak 
a full-length feature at quite possibly the biggest second shot at a radio song beyond Die Hard on that album. Without it being some message to it. In my mind, I yeah, might I be that. overstating nah, I it I, and I'm believing listening. too yeah, much. I got what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I might be overstating and believing too much in that. Um, And then we get, like I said, Baby Kim's all over the yeah, album. Savior. And we get the uh, Savior interlude, mm-hmm. which... A lot of people like, too. Oh, it's amazing. I do like this yeah. The Savior interlude is amazing. What you know about tonight? It's mm-hmm. such a good, like, transition between the... Because he knew people were going to take the Kodak feature hard, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that... And this is me overstating, maybe believing too much in Kendrick. But he knew people were going to take the Kodak oh, feature no, hard. Yeah. So he eased it down until he interlude mm-hmm. with Baby King. King. The Grammy winner. You know, you know what I'm saying? Cousin, little cousin. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The safe space. The, the, you know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no way you go wrong putting your family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially when they're big. Especially in the middle of an album after a big fucking... After you just want to Grammy off a feature. Exactly. With Kodak Black coming mm-hmm. off that uh, song that you just did before. Exactly. But the thing about the next one is that this is the real one. Where Kendrick really, I think Savior is the actual song of the album. I think if you sum Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers up into one Big album, Star. it would be, or not one album, one song, mm-hmm. it would be Savior. Save is a real good song. Savior tells you, hey, we can put we can plant this, mm-hmm. but we're not making you do this. Yeah, exactly. You oh know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we say, um, Future told you get a money kinda. But, but he, he is, is not, not your, your savior. savior. J. Cole savior. made you, you think, think about, about it. it. But he is not your savior. Brian made you give him flowers. But he, he is, is not, not your savior. savior. You know what I'm saying? Like Yes, we have to idolize these people. We don't have to do it. No, no, we don't. We do have to idolize. No, we have to make these people idols. We have to idolize Malcolm X so that we remember him today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to idolize LeBron James so we remember him tomorrow. Yeah, we have to idolize people that generally speak to the culture, Mm -hmm. like Kendrick Lamar and Jay Z, and preserve real parts of the culture. We have to idolize. Yeah, we do though. We have to idolize Beyonce. Yeah, we have to idolize Issa Rae, the woman that writes Abbott Elementary. She needs to be idolized ASAP. We have to like. I don't believe in giving my kids role models and celebrities, but we still have to idolize Champions, black people. Orange, and, yeah. And that, that's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I totally support Kendrick in, in saying that. Um, I feel like this was Kendrick saying, don't trust us. But I feel like those first few bars were saying, if I didn't mention you, you ain't shit. Nah, you think so. Because Drake called a shot. Mm, you think, you he think mentioned so? he mentioned future before Drake. He mentioned LeBron James, who is not his competition whatsoever, I mean, before Drake. But though, well, LeBron James one of the biggest black stars he he in the world. He mentioned J Cole. J Cole's also he his mentioned J Cole. J Cole's his biggest comparison. His biggest competitor. Yeah, exactly. That's everybody, what I'm saying. Like everybody knows that's what that, I'm though. Saying. But the even shot, Drake knows that, though. That's what I'm saying. The shot is set, Drake. I don't know. I think you just think it too into it. I think you think too much into it. I went on Reddit. And I got a lot of votes. It's fucking Reddit, bro. 
It's just niggas uh, thinking I'm like you to need fucking validation on your fucking oh, thought. I don't need validation. Nigga, just... I don't need validation. I got a podcast, nigga. Ah, uh, yeah. Fair enough. But that get you got an extra bump. No, nah, nah, I was just... No, nah, I was actually seeing if other people thought that. Yeah. Like in all actuality. Seeing if other people thought that. And people yeah, kind of caught that. Yeah. But, man, I thought it was. But other... Shit, Savior is a... That's a real song. It's a great song. It's a great song. And that's what this album is about. Then, on the next song... After he gives you the little mellow out, then he just comes right back into it. And what's what? Uh, Auntie Diaries. This is the one? This is the one. This, this is, is the is this the long-form conversation one? I don't think it's a fucking long-form conversation. You don't think it's a long-form conversation? Hell no. No, I'm talking about as far as people being uh, 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 outraged. Talking about it? Yeah. All right, so. It's see, a calculated. Uh, yeah. Calculated. The Auntie Diaries clip. Was oh not the clip I'm sorry song. Auntie Diary song was the one that drew the most criticism to Kendrick Lamar from his new album, and mainly because he used the f word not fuck but faggot. Yeah. Um, sorry if I offended you. Um, and he used it in the context. He's telling a story about how he has transgender family members, mm-hmm. and growing up, the f word. And, you know, just making fun of gay people was not yeah, necessarily, wasn't... I mean, not even saying that, that shit was okay, we did that shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grew up with it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all grew up calling people, oh, that's so gay, we mm-hmm. did that shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to run away from that fucking at all. I'm a grown man, I can acknowledge that. Yeah. But times have changed, and things have changed, and society and culture have changed. To where that's not acceptable now. Mm-hmm. But we all still have those experiences of knowing people close to us that maybe not even be transgender, but might just be gay. Exactly. And just be still, you know, ostracized mm-hmm. from your family. And he's speaking in that point of view. And I think that's why he is able to get away with using that F word mm-hmm. in this context because a lot of people want to jump at the use of a word before they lo- listen look at the context. Listen. Like Joe Rogan was not saying nigga or nigga, you know, in any type of context that was intellectual. And it's very he, hard for a white person to do that in the first place. So. You know, it, exactly. It's impossible. It's not if if a That's white what I'm person. That's impossible. If yeah. a white if if a white person is giving a yeah it is it is yeah, yeah it pretty much is. I could come up with some like extrapolating circle, but, but that's literally just that. on you. Yes, yeah, you can't yeah, speak to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna do that. But it's that type of thing. But this goes back to my pole jockeying of Kendrick and putting him in that space. That he's a poet. He's a, a artist. Mm-hmm. He's not speaking from him, he's speaking for us. Yeah. Not for me and you, or mm-hmm. even the person listening to that song. Like some people might say, you say the F word, I will never talk to you again. Yeah, exactly. That's not for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not up, open to your library of thinking. Yeah, so, exactly. It's not stay against away that from it. It's not You know what I'm saying? But I mean, actually, it's yeah. really powerful in that, that's in that a, way. That's the like. Dave Chappelle song. Which, what is it? That right there? Yeah. Because he like eh. I feel like In the same context of You're not listening You're just catching The sound bite Yeah okay I, I agree with that completely Yeah you're not You're not getting the context And that's the reason Why he did it though Yeah You know what I'm saying To, yeah. to, to furthermore point out That people just 
l- read or listen at first what the fuck they first hear and see instead of listening to what the fuck is actually going on. Yeah, that's very true. People are closed mind to their own thoughts, as we always say. Yeah, safe spaces, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and track sixteen, kinda deals with that, Mr. Morale. Mr. Morale, yeah, Mr. Morale's one of my favorite songs. Go ahead, speak on it, man. Man, bro, I don't know what's going on right now, but mine's going to blank with all these songs right now, honey. And that's I just had to play that song too. Mr. Morale is kind of the the anti backup from the depression, right at the. At the, I guess at, at the precipice of the album, actually, at the climax of the album, mm-hmm. Mr. Morale kind of. If I said before that Count Me Out kind of encapsulate or whatever I say encapsulates the album, mm-hmm. this one does it again. Yeah. This one backs it right back up mm-hmm. because it also. It flips you upside down in the fact that it's just named Mr. Morale. Exactly. And it is Mr. Morale, but it's on the big steppers part. Like at the at this point, he's finally in a place where he knows I, I guess I mean I I can't speak for anybody, but Kendrick knows he's growing and that's all he can do. Yeah. That's all he can he still has demons. Because next we see with fucking um uh Mother I Sober. Mother I Sober. Because I have to skip the mother. I like, I hate to walk over uh, the damn near the title track, but. Yeah. Mother I Sober is. Talk to me about that one, because that's one song I really haven't got to delve into yet. Mother I Sober is the fact that the black community, I don't even know if it's the black community, but hurt people hurt people. In yep. the way they don't mean to, because if I experience something, I would think that you experience that too. Mm-hmm. So then I'll force those out ideals on you, or try and convince you that you know maybe things aren't the way you think or know. Mm-hmm. And then because this is going through. Like this is going through the the perspective of his mother was molested, yeah, and she thought he was, and he said, "No, I've never been," and so him being constantly hounded about being molested, turning him to a sex addict, mm-hmm. which then creates all the problems that become Mister Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, even through having a big career, he still has a sex addiction, mm-hmm. like, and that's what wraps it up. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like. Like like you said, reencapsulates the whole album itself. Give you a real synopsis, like exactly. ties it all together, almost like how um yeah, basically yeah, yeah. Because the mirror is just kind of him, you know, that, that just stuff just like ending credits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you said at the beginning of this. It's all theatric, and that is the end credits. Yep. Like I feel this album is 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 less. It's a rap album, of course. Of course, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's less of a rap album, more of an artistry album. You know what I'm saying? More of a musician. Oh, album. yeah. This you know is way more of an art piece than it this is. is. This is like it's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And See, I'm not trying. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it in that stuff. And like, like how we say a lot of Kanye's albums are art forms, but it's like that's, that's the painting right there. That's yeah. Picasso. And I'm not even calling this album his Picasso. But I'm saying this is his, this is attempt of, Boom. This I'm is the, it. Yeah, this is it. This is 
this is, this is his, this is it album. But in the end, I do love this album. Yeah. I still don't put it on the level of damn. Damn. And maybe because this album is a little bit more personal to him on my first few listens Uh in this first week. But I think this album is a little bit too more, too much personal to him that I can't put it over damn right now. Like right now, I give this album a 8 out of 10, where I give damn a 15 out of 10. To Pippa Butterfly, 9.5 out of 10. Uh, Wow. Good Kid Mad points, Good Kid Mad points, Good Kid Mad City, 8.5, Section 80, and... um, uh, Overly dedicated Yeah Thank you yeah. Eight You know what I'm saying Yeah Damn That's how I view it Yeah Tabimba Butterfly 9.5 Tabimba Butterfly Is one of the Tabimba Butterfly Is one of the best pieces of Written literature To ever come out In our generation Yeah Especially as a black man In mm-hmm. my opinion nah. Same with Dan Dan is ridiculous Yeah So both of them Yeah Yeah I don't think I, I'm not saying It's a great album Especially for like now Come out, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not putting over any of those like albums we just talked about, like you know what I'm saying? Because it's just not, it's not, it's not that, and that's not even a bad way because even Kendrick's I is better than some niggas will ever do. Yeah, that's very you know what true. I'm saying? So, and it's not, this is not an I at all. Yeah, no, this, this is a great this, project. This is like a great I said, project. I give it seven point five eight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not right now. I'm not disappointed at all. Listens, it's still a week out. Yeah, exactly. I'm not disappointed at all. Yeah, me either. Especially like now when you think about, it, we have like we've got like plenty of good, great albums to drop this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying now, but um, we'll talk about those in the coming episodes. Want to give that uh, outro, man? Oh yeah. So shit, this will be the new episode of this is the final. Uh, damn, what the fuck? I can't even talk. Um, well, we're the, we're at the end. That's what I'm trying to say. We're at the end. All right, Charlie. of this episode of the return episode of. Permanent record I'm, I'm gonna get it So don't there try to cut me off Like go. that But yeah So We're out here And we're gonna catch y'all Next time So uh When you hear us When we drop Just uh Let us know what you think Talk to us about the album You know what I'm saying We always down to talk about some music That's Yes sir that's Like what the fuck We gonna talk about the most You know what I'm saying So Just hit us up at Simple Math Matrix Um At King Hoopla At Prince Godbody On the Twitter If the individual socials On Simple Math Matrix On the Instagram YouTube Uh And Twitter Like follow subscribe And shit We on Facebook too Add us on there too I'll be on the book I'll be beating the book down <laughs> Alright yo Peace Yo Thank you.